Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Simon Sweetman, and we're up to episode 112. Uh, my thanks, as always, to Yeasty Boys, La Pitti Chocolat, and Tea Leaf Tea. Now, this is a conversation with Darren Watson. He was uh, the very first guest of the podcast, so you can go all the way back to episode one, which I've included a link to in the notes here, and hear me talking. That's sort of a career overview of Darren at that point, nearly three years ago. Um, we, we had that conversation. This one is is really a chat about his new album. He's got a brand new album that's about to be released. You're hearing the you know you're hearing about it, and you'll hear some snippets from it a little bit early if, if you're listening to this. Um, the album is called Too Many Millionaires, and it comes out on May the first. And from the third of May, he kicks into a tour around the country. Um, several dates. I'll have all the links to that and information for you to buy tickets if you want to do that. Um, this is his first record uh, available on vinyl, so you can buy the download, you can buy the CD, or you can buy um, the vinyl. And um, and it's a beautifully put together uh, record. The the cover is amazing. Um, I I wrote the liner notes for it, and I mentioned that because we do talk about that in the podcast. Um, so I've I've heard the whole album, and I I can honestly say I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't have him back on the podcast to talk about the record if I didn't think the record was great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, just um, field an inquiry and go, yeah, yeah, I'll talk about your new album. I, I had to believe in it, and I was lucky to to hear it early. It was it was a great honour to be asked to to write about it, to write some liner notes, and I'm very proud of having done that. And and they're part of the package. They're on the back cover of the record. It's such a cool looking record and, and a beautiful sounding record. Um, sonically, production wise, it's 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 warm and inviting, and all of those things that a great old blues record should. Be and it's probably the best batch of songs he's written and um, and of course there's uh, the title track is a Bill Lake song we talk a bit about Bill Lake he's one of Darren's heroes a, a great songwriter uh, a great musician and Darren's often covered work by him so um, yeah we talk about that we talk about uh, yeah some of the other things he's done over the last few years since we since we first got together and have a chat um, one of the cool things that's happened in Darren's musical life is that he and another uh, friend of the podcast and hero of mine Paulie Barna Jones they've they've linked up and done a few shows together and and are possibly looking to do a few more so um, that's pretty cool so we talk about that um, but really this is promo for the for the new album but um, but good extended promo it's still a a meaty chat, a decent chat where we talk about sort of everything that went into this record and everything he's hoping to get out of it and, and the tour um, that is about to happen. And um, so, yeah, this is me talking with uh, Wellington, Wellingtonian, Wellington-based uh, blues guitarist, singer-songwriter, musician Darren Watson, and it is all about his new album, Too Many Millionaires, which is out May 1st. You can hear little bits of it here first. We're at the scene of... The very first podcast. Not only you are the subject, <laughs> you're the subject of my very first podcast, and I came out to your place and recorded, and that is nearly three years ago. Yeah, there's a lot happened in three years too, man. For both of us, yeah, absolutely, in, in, in many ways. But um, I'm going to include a link to that to that obviously when this when this one airs, so that anyone who didn't hear it and wants to catch up can hear all about your the stuff we talked about then yeah. we, we, we might touch on some of it again I'm sure we obviously are going to talk guitar and we're going to talk yeah. blues yeah. Um, but yeah we, we want to try and I'm trying to think about exactly where you were at when I talked to you last time we um, you were mostly through the Planet Key scandal <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. that had happened but the final judgement hadn't come That's through right. yeah. um, but you 
what are, yeah, what have you been doing since then? I mean, the the big thing is the record that we're largely going to talk about. Yeah, the new the new record, the new record, and the new tour that we'll plug. That's part of. Well, that. yeah, see, that kind of happened. I think we talked in 2015. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, um, which is when I was going away on tour with Matt Langley. Yes, that's right. The that's right. That's right. And and. It was kind of from that that this record happened. Really, it was like yeah, was people, that. people coming up to Delia at the end of the gig um, on the door and saying, mm. "Oh, where's the record that's like this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's you know where's haven't the acoustic record? Yeah, we yeah. haven't done one. Yeah, yeah. And it kind yeah. of got me thinking. Well, I'm out there touring a lot on my own mm. with acoustic guitar. Mm. Um, let's make an acoustic record. You know, it's something I hadn't done, and it was a challenge to get away from mm. the kind of production and worrying about sounds mm, and just mm. concentrate on music you know? and the other thing I guess you've done in that time part of probably workshopping some of this material writing some of this material yeah. is there's been you know uh, quite a few more shows including yeah. some house shows a few, yeah. dif- few different things going on yeah. for you you know yeah um, and that whole sea the change. usual regular gigs but then yeah yeah, yeah well yeah. new band yeah that's know, right since new then band. a new band yeah. which has been great working with um, completely new guys mm. after years of playing with the same people mm. Um, and you know, bless. I love playing with all the old guys as well. You know, mm, but, mm. but it's really interesting. You know, it's like a new relationship. You know, it changes everything the way you think about everything. Well, before we get into that, one other thing that's worth mentioning, talking about um, the old guys, is also you did a couple of shows with the very old guys, the very the, old guys. the, yeah. the band Smoke Shop, yeah, which was your debut in terms yeah. of putting music out into the world for people to that's hear. Right. You yeah, got yeah. together and did a couple. So of shows. yeah, we did a show in Nelson, yeah. and uh, and then. We did one at the Botanical Gardens here at the Sound Show, um, which was great. Well you know? received. Yeah, really well received. Mm. Like Wellington, I think had they had the biggest crowd they've ever had there, mm. so it was marvellous. Mm. And, and but the one thing it made me realise is that's great, um, but I wouldn't want to do more. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I kind of been there, done that. Yeah. Lovely to play with these guys again. They're amazing guys. Yeah. Great musicians. Yeah. Um, but they, that's they the past, say they you know? say you should never go back, but I think you're yeah, yeah. Allowed, you're allowed to as a tourist. Yeah, and I that's think so. sort of which is kind you of what sort it was. of a musical. It tourist. was a nice. Yeah. It was a nice step back. Yeah. But, I, but I I realised that there are reasons why I'm not doing that now. Mm-hmm. You know. So and and this is reinforced by the fact that I'm so happy with this new record. Well, ma- maybe we should get into the formation of the new band. And sure. Go from yeah, there. Yeah. So so you you've always played. Um, Solo shows as well as band shows, yeah. but you had this band that you played with for quite a long time, and yeah. then how does that dissolve? And how do you find yeah. a new band? Well, one member in particular decided he wanted to walk away, and mm-hmm. I and I kind of at that point thought, well, I'm kind of over this, and that's when I started playing solo more, and kind of focusing on mm. that, and kind of working out how to be an engaging solo act, really, mm-hmm. which is a totally different thing. Um, and then I got the itch again, you know, as you do. I'm, a, mm. I'm an electric guitar player too, you know, and I love playing with other musicians. So um, I just put a wish list in my head together of the guys in Wellington who I'd never played with, mm. or very rarely, that I wanted to play with. And um, and Steve Moody on double bass and bass and Dale Jellingman on piano and Rick Cranston on drums. I played a little bit with Rick, but it's really changed how I play and how I interact. And it's kind of informed this record too because, I mean, Though Rick isn't on the record, Steve plays bass on the record mm. and Dale plays some piano on the record. So, mm. And it's been really, really good. It freshened me up. You know, It made me think differently about how you can do things. Mm. And um, it's been great, man. I'm going to carry on playing with the band. You know, That's yeah, yeah. great fun. But the focus at the moment is is this kind of... It's not solo, it's just acoustic and it's drumless. You know well, I was I mean? going to say, it, 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 um, it's malleable. It's, yeah. it, you could present this solo. And I have. I mean, I yeah, did a, did a festival a couple of weeks mm. ago and played it all 
solo. And, yeah, yeah. You know. So these songs are, um, are purpose built for yes. solo yeah. in, in so many ways, but you've created arrangements where yeah. um, it is totally a band. Yeah. And it is a band feel. That's right. And um, and a very nice band feel. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted. I mean, apart from the writing, which I'm really happy with, I was really pleased that we managed to get, like I described to you before, like hips. Mm. It's got groove, you know, mm. and it's it's quite hard to do with acoustic music. It can often mm. sound really folky and kind of drifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of floaty um, with, a, you know, just a bass and a guitar and some shakers. Or, like, you know, you know my previously my favourite drummerless blues album is John Mayall's Turning Point, which right. sounds, which sounds yeah, nothing like this. different to this. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and in all truth, these days when I listen to it, it sounds downright hokey. It's, well, it's kind of a hippie blues album. But exactly. It's probably it's not the real, finest hippie blues album ever. That's right, yeah, yeah. There's, there's still a real charm <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you've done is... is a million miles from that. Yeah, it's interesting. I think I've kind of what I feel I've done with this record is is kind of found that zone where I can still have my original writing, you know, my brainy side mm. and and my bluesy side and my kind of funky side all kind of mixed together and work. Mm, mm. You know, so it's like and that's been really hard to get to. Mm, you know, it's taken mm. how many years, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, of farting around doing this and that and kind of I'm an electric guitar player and I still am, but but I think putting away the solos and all the flash and, and all that crap and concentrating on ideas, you know, lyric ideas, mm -mm. And, and freeing myself up to stop writing just, you know, traditional blues themes, you know, has been really good. It's been really good for me. Within reason, the more someone showcases their chops, the less they ultimately end up meaning, right? So, like, like, yeah, unless, you, unless you, you're an absolute yeah, virtuoso yeah, and that's, yeah, that is yeah, your yeah. thing. That's, that's your thing. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that gets boring, honestly. Well, even, and even like you look at someone like Ray Cooter who, yeah. who can do that all night. That's right. But, he then, doesn't. He, but then he doesn't. No, that's there, right. You know, there are a whole. Yeah, and I'd, just, say, and yeah. I'd say, you know, Ray Cooter has been a bigger influence on me. Lately, than, right, yeah, than yeah. say Robert Cray or BB King, yeah, yeah, you know, who, because, who are formative, yeah, of course, but because he kind of picked up some ideas and then ran with them in a different direction and kind mm, of created it, mm, and that's, mm. I've, that's what I've always wanted to do, but I feel like I'm actually getting there now. Mm, you know? mm. So, um, how quickly do the, does this batch of songs come together, and and how many are jettisoned, and yeah. how, you know how do you pair it? Because this is this is pretty pared back. In it's terms, very pared back in terms of well, for a start, it's a short eight track, you know, yeah. eight songs, yeah. thirty minute ish yeah. experience. Thirty three. I was Which very is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, partly and a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there are two other tracks that I that that I wanted to put on originally, mm, mm. and probably about ten that I ch had. Yeah, yeah. Um, on, but it was so. But then I played them in order, and I was like. You know what? These other two tunes, which were covers, and I love the tunes, mm. um, they just didn't sit with the rest of the record. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. As like, a record, you, yeah. You know, uh, and well, when I put this in order and, and thought about them, and especially thinking about it as sides, mm. it really started to take shape. And one of my favourite records of all time is Bill Lake, um, The Pelicans, mm. Eight Duck Treasure, mm, and mm. it's like four a side, and it's actually about the same length, you know. Mm, mm. And it's like I feel like I need to turn it over and play side one again once I've been through both sides. Mm. And I love that feeling, and I kind of wanted to make a record that, you know, is a little journey, and it literally only takes a short amount of your time, but says something and makes you feel like you want to play it again because mm. you haven't mm. had enough. Mm. Rather than there's those kind of 70-minute CDs where you get, to track, <laughs> you get to track 10 and you think, God, there's another eight to go. Yeah, totally. And it doesn't matter who it is, I kind of 
yeah. my, my attention spans. Yeah, yeah, It's just yeah. gone. So what I've done is there's the eight tracks on the album, on the CD and the vinyl, mm. and there's the two tracks I've just put on as download bonus tracks. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. So that way this gets seen as a thing on its own, but yeah. on the digital realm, yeah, people can have those other two tracks. Yeah, and everyone cool. will get those anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're really good performances. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. I just It just made sense that way. It was like... Symmetry, four, four tracks on each side, mm, mm. and um, and they're not particularly short or long songs. They're kind of yeah, like yeah, four yeah. or five minutes, yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, it just I don't know. It just worked when yeah. I played it back, I, and I took the other two tracks away. I was like, wow, this is a record, you know. And mm. that's I think that's the key. Mm-mm. I just honestly haven't felt like I've done a lot of. Well, this is like my sixth record under my own name, and it's the first time I've ever left a mastering place going. I'm really proud of that. Mm. I, I can live with that forever. And, mm. and if I never make another record, that's my best work. Mm. And I know I probably say that about every record, but it's like there hasn't been one record before without a regret, and I don't have a single regret about this one. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, yeah that's for whatever it's worth. A good, you know, if anyone else agrees, sure. whatever, but that's how I feel about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, no, I, and I mean, I can, I can see how you feel like that. Yeah. And I can see how you've arrived at that, having listened to the... Because it's so true. Album, it's bunch, like, it's yeah. just literally us... A day and a half is all we mm, did. Recording. I was going to say it's two days, not yeah. even. Yeah, 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 and literally we had planned to mix for two days, and we only mixed for one. Mm. I was that happy with it. It was like even the rough mixes were like, "Wow, this sounds like me playing with a great band in a room," mm. and it's perfect. It mm. doesn't need anything, and it doesn't need anything added or taken away. Mm. There's a few. I think there's. I do some added some BVs on the first track on um, on the Hallelujah Rich Man's War song. And there might be some finger snaps added on National Guy and a tambourine in a middle eight here or there. But otherwise, I mean, it's literally often first takes. Yeah, know? yeah. It just sounds great. Yeah. And um, how do you, I mean, you, you, you're a person that's got a pretty big repertoire and covers a, a part and parcel mm. of that when you're doing like a three-set three yeah, 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 yeah. gig and yeah. rah, rah, rah. But so how do you... How do you come to record a cover? You know, what, what, what songs... You mentioned that there was another cover that didn't make it onto the record, for yeah, example. Yeah, there's two, yeah. And there's always a cover or two on your album. Yeah, and there's the Bill Lake. Obviously, exactly. the, title, the title track was, is so the Bill Lake song. That's what I'm getting to, is yeah, like, yeah. this is your album, and you've shaped it, but it's been shaped around a vision of, the, like, the title track. That's, that's given it. And so... Uh, I don't know. I, the reason it's the title track is because... Most people probably would choose their own song as the title track or something else. But, and slip a cover in But there. it seemed to yeah. me that it was a really nice, it's just a nice phrase. It was three words that look great together. Yeah. It was a bold statement. Yeah. Um, probably slightly out of date. Like even Bill says he should rename it Too Many Billionaires. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a bit like one million dollars, you yeah, know, yeah. The Dr. Evil thing. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. really mean anything. Yeah. But, but it's, the, it's the kind of, everyone gets what I mean mm, and, and, mm. and what Bill meant when he mm, wrote the song. Mm. Um, and it's kind of the theme of the record. It's not so much... It's, there's, there's a, I mean, you could, you could. There is a case, even though I didn't write it this way, for this kind of being a journey of a person, who kind of buys into the kind of mm. whole capitalist model and runs off to war and kind of, you know, then gets fucked up and confused by it. And, oh, just looking, know. just looking at the, t- just looking at the titles in front of me now. There's a. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't plan it that way initially, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the way that it, when I started track listing it, it was like. This is actually a story, you know. Yeah, like, totally. It, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And it, and it, and you know, these are often these are written in narrators. That's not me, you know. Mm. The first two definitely not me. The mm. third, in fact, none of them really are, man. They're just 
until, t- until track three on side two is you. Yeah, well, definitely. That's me singing about somebody I really love. Yeah, you know, and that's and in the lineage of you know there are that that I think what I like about that the song is called that guy could sing. You're, yeah, you're singing about a singer who meant meant and means yeah, something to exactly. you. Exactly, and you know the, there are lots of um, there are lots of songs that exist like that. Yeah, you could. I mean, Man, you could take it all the way out there to really like say. pop songs like ABC when Smokey sings. Yeah, but, yeah, that's right. But in blues music, there's a lot of um, you know referencing other musicians Absolutely. and talking about the impact they had. So, yeah. it's, so it's part of that lineage. But it's yeah. also, but it is you know a personal story to you. Oh, very, very much yeah. so, man. It's yeah. really. Um, you know, I don't want to. The thing about that song is, it's kind of a there's a there's a payoff right at the very end where you find mm. out who it's about, mm. and um, and and uh, I kind of want people to have that little surprise. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of times I played it live, a couple of people go, ah, you can see them mm. when the when I when I mention the the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. I, and I kind of that particular. I don't want again. I'm not going to get into who it is, but I wanted to. You know, they, it kind of sounds a bit past tense. I mean, even this, the, that guy could sing. The guy, you know, this chap's mm. still alive and, mm-hmm. and doing it. Mm. But I, I kind of wanted to tell that person how much I loved what they did for music when I first heard them. Well, you mentioned, how much they, you mentioned your age, so that's, yeah, yeah. which is the clue that it's, yeah, you know, in terms of why well it's set ago. in the past tense. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's it, you know, you're, you're framing a moment. That's exactly right. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, dare I say it, it's like killing me softly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the same yeah. kind of thing. It's yeah. like, really, fuck, that really affected me. Yeah. And I still think about it. Yeah. You know, and that those yeah. kind of moments aren't that common. No. You know, there I can count them on probably two hands mm. of all the people I've, you know, I think the first time I ever had that kind of chills on the back of the neck kind of, you know, that mm. thing was when I heard I'm only sleeping on Revolver. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That just, for some reason, I just, that, the first part was like, whoa! Yeah. I just got it, you know, and I yeah. was, must have been five or six years old, so it wasn't, yeah. but I remember it to this day. The, um, the, the picks, yeah. big, big sort of up, Yeah, up exactly, stroke. and the yeah, vocal yeah. coming in on that high note, and yeah. it just, for some reason, that just, bang! Yeah. And I had the same thing, in fact, even for longer, and, and then just kind of an awe after that. Mm, mm. Um, because it was happening in front of me live, and and that, so go back to the Bill Lake thing, yeah, yeah. the title track. I mean, um, you had what a couple of Bill Lake tracks uh, on the last album. Yeah, yeah, he, I love. You know, he, I was going to say he's a guy that you, you, I guess, fly a flag for many people as yeah. as people working in anything related to the blues tend to do. Again, it's yeah. a referential. You and, know. and the other thing I always loved about Bill was he never kind of just he could play all that old pre-war blues stuff, but he always just did his own thing with it. You know. And even even when he was um, stepping away from from blues, he had something else that is kind of always where I wanted to be as well. Which is, mm. you know, there's always been this fight between kind of me wanting to play big dumb bogany blues rock, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and kind of intelligent lyrics and thinking about how people treat each other and all the kind of social stuff. And um, it's kind of hard to reconcile sometimes. Mm. I think, and a lot of kind of. I'd say fair weather blues fans don't get it, you know. Mm. But um, but I'm, I'm kind of I'm over worrying about that shit anyway. I just kind of do what I do, you know. And but also like, there are there are certain people that, you know, he, Bill Lake's a great example of anyone sort of really touched by his music is blown away by it. Yeah. But he walks down the street and no one knows who he is. Yeah. And there's something quite amazing about when you when you know and spot... The, I mean, I, I was going to say I've never met him. I think I was introduced to him about yeah. 10 or 15 years ago in, right. in a very 
yeah. fleeting token, yeah. hey, Simon, this is Bill, and we shook hands. And I knew who he was, and it yeah. was nice to meet him. But um, a, a few weeks ago, I was at a movie theatre and I saw him, and it was kind of like I'd seen a rock star. Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just to me, I was... And I, well, he's, I a rock actually, star. he's a rock star. I mean, he's more than that. It. And I was actually struck by, I should go up and shake his hand and yeah. say, hey, much, you know, yeah. you, I love your music. And, yeah. and then I thought... He's at the movie theater on a Sunday afternoon. I think I'll just let him go and enjoy his film. Yeah. yeah. But it was a, a moment where I just I just clocked it for myself. And yeah, went, yeah. I'm just going to ke- have a mental picture of this that you know that Bill Lake is is not a god. He's a human being who goes yeah, to the yeah. movies. You know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's just very much a human being in that respect. I mean, mm. he's a just even if he, I think Bill's the kind of guy that even if he'd had a modicum of huge success, mm. you know, like a modicum of huge success. That's <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. Anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. If it had a modicum of what he's due, yes. um, he still would have been the same guy. I don't think it would yeah, have changed yeah, at all. Yeah. He's way too smart for that. Yeah. And um, and just, man, he's just a genuinely amazing human being as well as being super talented. So, Mm-mm. But I still, you know, I'm still to my dying day going to be telling people about him and kind of, you should really check out his songs because, mm-hmm. you know, whether he writes them on his own and they're great and mm. different to the ones he writes with Arthur Basting. Yeah, yeah. Um, which are slightly more wordy, but um, they're both amazing. I mean, yeah. as a co-writing team and, and the stuff he writes on his own. Obviously, I mean, Too Many Millionaires is just so witty and and, yeah. and sharp and and just perfect, you know. And you can look at it from different angles and it still makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a great tune as well, and that's hard enough to do in this yeah. business, you know, in a blues yeah. kind of yeah. situation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll never stop kind of, kind of testifying. Yeah, I was going to say there's, there's always a Bill Lake um, song in your set and yep. and yep. and on your record these days. And yeah. a long way it continue, really. Yeah, I'd love to have a crack at Juliet and Romeo. Yeah, yeah, cool. I think that's a monster that, song. That is great. Yeah, you know, it's just so hooky. Mm. Yeah, no, there's some really good songs on that. Yeah. You know, that was a nice thing to have turn up in the, yeah, in, yeah. In the last few months. There's a, that's a nice little record. Yeah, I pre-ordered and got it as soon as it yeah. came out. And I just yeah. as I would with it. You know, it's been a long time between records. Yeah, for Bill, yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as under his own name. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, yeah. That's great, really nice. So, Bill, and you mentioned Ry Cooter. Uh, yeah. what, what sort of other things do you, I mean, apart from a lifetime of listening to music yeah. and making music, what sort of other things do you feel might have informed this? The approach to the new record, yeah. Yeah, I think my inner Lyle Lovett's come out a bit more, yeah. if you yeah. know what I mean. There's yeah. kind of, there's something about the way that I'm playing now that's like, I don't know. Maybe just the structures of some of the songs are a little Lyleish, and yeah, and it's not, but it's not country, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think Lyle's pure country. Anyway. No, no, and no. Exactly. He can do that, yeah. but he doesn't always, you know. Um, and I think just kind of just just everything that I've ever listened to outside of blues has informed the other side, like the Hyatt, obviously, mm. um, and and again, I've been listening to heaps of soul as well and blues. So I mean, I don't know. I don't even have. I haven't even actually thought about it really, mm, mm, mm. but only by listening back to it and going, "Oh, that's a little bit Lyle or that." Mm. But I don't think there's anything in it that would everyone go, "Ah, oh, that's a cop of you mm. know this style." I think, fingers crossed, I've finally got kind of fallen into a place where I feel like I'm just writing a song and not worrying about what it is, and it just sounds like me. Mm, mm. I think so. Mm. Yeah. Um, another aspect to this record that. Well, two things that are different about this record to probably your other solo albums is um, 
this is your first this is your first record under your name to be on to be a record to be on yeah, vinyl, on vinyl and yeah, you're yeah. a you're a, a a record collector and a record enthusiast. Ish. Yeah, yes. well, no, you're a you're a you know you're a guy who listens to vinyl and loves yeah. vinyl and grew yeah. up grew up with it and cherishes it. So there, I imagine there's just an, there must have been a nice feeling when the box turned up finally and you got boxes, to see boxes. Yeah, boxes. I got them dribbled yeah. in over days. Yeah. It was a yeah. bit of a worry. Where's the other Where's the other five boxes? And they were like, <laughs> oh, they're in London, which is weird because the others came <laughs> direct from the Czech yeah, Republic, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a bit worrying. But they came out great, you know. I'm really happy with mm. the whole thing. I mean, right from the start, knowing that it was going to be on a record mm. actually informed how we made it, mm. you know. We recorded at super high resolution. Mm. We recorded... Um, I recorded thinking about how I was going to put each side together rather than, you know. Mm. And it makes a difference, eh? I reckon it really does. You know, mm. the CD's good and the digital's great, whatever. It sounds fantastic, mm. you know. Mm. And we're, we're, I mean, releasing the, the digital on Bandcamp at, at the highest res possible, which is uh, 24-bit 96K files if you want them mm. that high. So, mm. you know, you'll be able to hear pretty much what the master sounds like. Yeah. You know, and we mastered it through tape and it just sounds fantastic. Mm. Um and yeah, the fact that it was going to be on a on on a record was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So it sounds great. It's not slammed. It's not overly bright. It's not overly bassy. It just sounds balanced and natural. Mm. And and you can kind of do that on a record. Well, you can do it with anything, but people don't. They ch- they goose up the treble or they goose up the, the level to make mm. it louder. Mm. Um, and we decided early on, and Mike Gibson was great on this too. Is like, well, if people want it louder, they can turn it up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're not worried about what it sounds like on the radio because, frankly, who's going to play it? Mm. You know, this is it's about people sitting down for half an hour and playing the record mm. and having a li- and and rather than just being it on a Spotify playlist or whatever, mm, you know. Mm, so mm. it's very old school mm. from start to finish. <laughs> and I'm proud of it, man. I think it really stands up like mm, that, you know. Mm, mm. Um, the other thing that, well, I might be wrong here. You might have done this with the last album, but obviously there's more pressure on it with this, with with, with creating a vinyl, is you went down the crowdfunding sort of approach. Yeah. Is that a Kickstarter, was it? Or no, it was um, Ple- uh, Pledge Me, New Zealand okay. one. Yeah, which I really, I think they do great work. Yeah. Anna, Anna is amazing. And more and more people are, you know, I'm not, I'm not raising this as any sort of strange thing. I'm just thinking this is different to how when you first made made records. Oh, you know? of course. But, yeah, but yeah. Now, now it's pretty common for people to use some version of a, yeah. of a, of a crowdsourcing. It's frankly the only way I can ever make a recording. Mm. And I think most people in the same boat, unless you're in a, so if there's a group of four or five people and everyone chips in, that's fine. Mm, but it's mm, just me, mm, you know. And I never have a spare ten grand, <laughs> mm, mm. which is what it costs from start to finish to kind of do it on a shoestring. What people you know? are, what people are still, I think, learning to well getting their head around uh, on both sides, the person yeah. asking for the money and yeah. the person donating, is that essentially you're asking people to pre-order. Yeah. Your pre-order. Material. It's kind of pre-order and a bit. Yeah. And the bit is but, the kind of. But the bit is up to the them support, too, exactly. and yeah, it's yeah. up to them. And yeah. so, yeah, they might yeah. they might be very generous and offer more because they might be saying, "Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I grabbed your last album on Bandcamp when you offered it up for free, so I'm going to yeah. pay for that too," kind of thing, or yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, in some cases, people are essentially just yeah, essentially just pre-ordering the album. So That's they're, right. they're giving you a donation. They're using in, yeah. in in a sense that you're using. So I mean, now there's all sorts of. Um, I guess frustrations, but and anxiety around that in terms of you, you become as any musician has had to do over the last few years, or any creative person, you become your own marketing department, and you, yeah. you know if you're spending time 
pushing this angle, you're not spending time on your music, yeah. you know, you're having to divide yourself. Yeah. Um, obviously, you got over the line, and, and how most crowdfunding things work is, again, there's this, you know, you, you donate some money, and if the person doesn't make the target, your money's not lost. That's you right. Back. You, yeah, don't, yeah. You, don't, you yeah. don't actually give your money until, yeah, yeah. It, until it goes over the line. Yeah. So, it's, so it's all very safe, but as I say, people are still just learning all of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you... Well, you, I mean, you make you make your target, but obviously there's some stress around that. As there, oh, as for of anyone. course. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Like, in, in fact, there was one really generous person who chipped in three grand. Mm. Um, I've, I can't, and they'd want to remain anonymous. Mm. And it's mm. like, that's wow. amazing. You know, yeah. they, they were like, it's a couple from Wellington who's been following me for years and they just wanted me to see me make the record. Wow. Which is amazing, you know. Did they, get, did they get the first copy? Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Obviously. I would hope so. But, you know, they, yeah. it's just... and But everyone who chipped in made it happen. You know, it was mm. great that they did that. Mm, they kind, yeah, of, yeah, they of kind of got it over the line. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, but, yes, you value... Because I was at the point where I... With it, where I was like, oh, well, it's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's no point in what would you, your toys. Would you, know? you have, would you have done a, an even more stripped-back thing? Would you have released it as a band camp only? Well, maybe, because I, no I mean, I demoed a yeah, bunch yeah. of it. And, and, you know, Terry Casey, who plays harp on the album, mm. um, he's been listening to the demos non-stop mm. since where he got them. He's still listening right. to them. He thinks yeah, yeah. they're fantastic. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so maybe, I don't know. Anyway, you, you don't have to consider no, that. No, 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 that's right. And, 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 and I'll tell you what, having Lee Preble work on this, is like mm. I've never worked with Lee before, and obviously I've been aware of him for decades. Yeah, yeah. But... He's like the first time I've worked in a studio, and I love all the other guys I've worked with, but where he was totally invisible when he needed to be invisible and always there when you needed him. And that's a, such a gift. Mm. I can see why so many people want to work with him. Mm. You know? Plus, the Jimmy got great sound. It, we didn't even have to... I didn't have to worry about how it was going to sound. I just, mm. As soon as I heard the first playback, I was like, oh, sweet, now we can just play. Mm. You know? And that's mm. a... You know, and I can record here, and but I have to spend half my time futzing with stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So um, I tell you what, man, uh, Terry, you know, having Terry Casey play on the record's been great. He was like, it was just such an amazing, almost spiritual kind of couple of days. Yeah. Everyone was into the same place and pushing in the same direction. There was no kind of just really positive it sounds like a freaking Christian retreat or something but it was like it was like literally everyone loved what they, we were doing and it was just kind of everyone was just doing it well it's magic as I mentioned to you before we started recording I can listen to this to this album and and find a different favourite part of a song and, and I guess through that a different favourite performer each time yeah. but it's certainly fair to say he he I don't want to say he's one of the stars of the album, but he certainly has a couple of star turns. Oh, he is to right. me. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just mean yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to not name everyone that's involved in the no, record no. and just highlight oh, him. Oh hell but, no, no. But, but certainly he has a couple of absolute yeah, star Yeah, and you turns. know, and I'm almost more excited about actually people finally finding out about what an amazing musician that guy is mm. than I am about my own record. Mm. I'm really, really, and I hope this year at some stage to be able to record with Terry a record of his. Yeah, right. Which would be great. I was going to say, what, what else has he been doing? Like, you know. Well, you know, I mean, like the rest of us, he's been getting on with life yeah. and kind of having his struggles and and not struggles and and. Mm. But he just, for whatever reason, he's never recorded really. I mean, he mm. played on the first Smoke Shop album because he mm. was in Smoke Shop. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, and he played on one track because we just wanted, to, you know. But that was a uh, thirty years ago, man, and he's such an improved musician. I mean, he's harmonica is one of those things, you know. Mm. You can be like Mick Jagger and kind of blow and suck and mostly suck, 
or you can actually be a, or you <laughs> yeah. can actually be a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn, learn to learn to play it. Take it a, as a serious instrument. Learn to and, play it in a day, but you know, take a lifetime to master. Yeah, it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah. TC has, he's got this way of just kind of hitting you right in the heart with something really simple but perfect at the right time in the right place mm. versus those guys that just won't shut up. Mm-hmm. And we've all heard them, you know, mm. they just go mm. on and on. They just want to get up with every band and blah, 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 blah. Mm, mm. that's like, that's why the harp gets a bad name. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And because it's, it's so, it's too portable. It's a, it's a fifty dollar <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. instrument that everyone can carry around. Yeah, and go, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, play yeah, harp. Yeah, I can yeah. sit in with you. Um, yeah. But Terry spent thirty years literally honing, like yeah. honing it, you know, yeah. honing the honer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like he got to one point where he could play like, um, you know, classical kind of melodies on a diatonic harmonica by quarter bending notes and half bending he got really mm, amazing control mm. stuff obsessive stuff yeah yeah but what it's allowed him to do is is just be able to kind of call up anything yeah yeah and use it and yet he doesn't show off he never no. never does that he's yeah no he's quite i mean he's quite the revelation i think i reckon too and um yeah you know he's in sort of what brendan power category you know i think and, and, and so even on, in, this, like, yeah, in this yeah. genre i think he's even better than yeah. brendan like yeah yeah because yeah. brendan's technically amazing yes. terry's got the technique but he's also got yes the listening history of the really old stuff like yeah, he doesn't yeah. just listen to your typical he listens back to the 30s guys you know mm. and and kind of yeah so he, he's still got the rawness and the grit it's not just uh, yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah, yeah for, all, for all that it's been shaped and perfected yeah there's and plus he's specialised, yes. like he wants to play blues and that's what he's yeah. focused on. Yeah. And he's just, he can just call up any of the great players. Yeah. But what he's got now is this thing where he just sounds, again, he just sounds like him. Mm. You know, 30 years of kind of working on it. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I'm really chuffed that he's, A, that he agreed to play on it, that he's coming on the road with us. Mm. Um, it's going to be a great tour. Uh, so, I'm really... Well, before we talk about that, what about, because we've mentioned them, but what about these younger guys? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. You know, so... Well, St- yeah, Steve, Steve... Steve Moody is hands down the most professional musician I've ever worked with. Uh, the guy, <laughs> I don't know how he juggles his life and mm. his family and playing, but, man, he's always on. He, he's got every part memorised. You know, if you give him something to learn, he learns it, nails it. Mm. You kind of... And he's got such great feel, you know. He doesn't well, like a lot of guys who did the jazz school thing in Wellington yeah. are very much about jazz. But Steve's kind of equally able to kind of get inside blues or country or almost anything. So where else might people have heard his playing? Um, well, either live well, the first record? time I heard him was with the Thomas Oliver band, right? Um, yeah, I was going to say I did know that he was part yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but since then, he obviously played with Boom Shack as yeah. well, which is kind of fifties yeah. rock and roll R and B. Yeah, yeah. So he had a good grounding in that stuff. And yeah. And he really wants to be kind of authentic in the style, you know. He plays mm. in the bag, but finding out what he's like just to play with just with him, and know is like wow, the guy's got a pocket, massive deep pocket. And That's you right. Can, you've done a couple of duo gigs. Yeah, duo gigs. Of, yeah, which yeah, has yeah. been great. You know, yeah. and we'll probably do more of those. I hope. Mm. Um, and this kind of that's what made me feel confident about going from just a solo acoustic record to adding the bass and then, and then Dale on piano. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a freak in a, in a really good way, you know, and he brings a piano, a piano to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what we lug in as acoustic piano and mic it up. And um, he really, really wants to learn about the old styles, how to play. He can play jazz like a mofo, you know. But when he sits down to play a blues kick, he doesn't try and play jazz at a blues kick, you know. Yeah, yeah. I really dig that. Yeah. You know? There's even kind of country elements in some of his playing. Yeah. Some, and um, 
Yeah, man. He's and but he's just sympathetic, you know. Yeah. He walked in in this session. We hadn't rehearsed with Dale on these on the, and literally, you know, first takes. He nailed it because he listens, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and everyone did, and it was just like you could tell everyone's ears were going. Eh, they were wide open, listening to what everyone was playing around them, and and it really just felt like a kind of symbiosis. That's such a rare thing to find in what one room at one time. So, um, and those, you know, yeah, they're younger guys. You know, they're my kids' age. You know. Mm. Kind of early thirties and uh, monstrously good players, incredible. So this, yeah, as you say, this, these guys are worth hanging on to. This band is uh, is going up. Everyone yeah. that's on this record is going on the road. Yeah, um, Steve can't make some of the some of the shows. So um, yeah. we've got young Aaron Stewart from Mel Parsons Band filling in oh, on yeah, those, yeah. which is great. You know, he's mm. an amazing guy too. Mm. And I just love the attitude of these guys. Man, they're really, really hungry for playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, which you can lose as you get older. You know. Yeah, and um, and especially when you're in your family phase, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're um, they're really into it, man. They're just great musicians, and um, that's been great. It's like an injection for me. Well, I, well, I was going to say you don't appear to have lost that. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone has everyone has nights they don't want to go and do, and sometimes they yeah. only realise that when they're right in the middle of it and all of that. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have the odd bad gig or the odd sure. um, thing you you wish you hadn't agreed to and all of that, but yeah. you know you're still turning up. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, for all the kind of days where you feel like I'm going to chuck the whole thing in, mm. something just keeps you doing it. And, yeah, but this it's been great having that extra energy around and underneath you rather than, um, you know... A feeling of we're all in this... Yeah, exactly. Rather, you know, even you're, though, you're even driving though it's my it. thing. It's your show, it's your yeah, song, yeah, but you're everyone's the supportive. Man, but exactly, you know? you've all got and a reason real, to, exactly. to be there. And, to, and they love the music, Yeah, you know? And that's why they're there. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. God knows there's no money in this mm, shit, you mm, know? Mm, mm. So... You might as well enjoy it, and if you don't, just get out of it, you know. Um, so, well, should we talk about the tour? Yeah. What what you've got planned. So the record comes out... May Day. May the 1st, May, the May first. Day. <laughs> which, is cut, which, which, is, which is a really bad idea from a... From a <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to come out on a Friday, the day of the chart, so right, it goes yeah. into the next Friday, but yeah. I thought it's kind of... Here's the name of the record. It's a big red cover. It's yeah. called Too Many Millionaires. We're yeah. releasing it on May Day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. And, and um, the start of New Zealand Music Month. Yeah. And it's the first time I've released a record in the middle of the year ever. I look back and they've all been October, November right. releases. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh-huh. which is, yeah. just, uh, I don't know when you, if it means anything, but um, it's just ha- as it worked out, we recorded in November. It took till kind of now to get the records. Yeah, so yeah. I had to plan well ahead. Yeah, just And in it's case. just like May. It's like, it's yeah. probably. You know, every other friggin' rec- artist is going to release their record as well, so it's probably not a great idea. But I figure it's just an internal. You know, it's just got its own internal logic. And and you've got the tour planned around that, so that so yeah. pe- people will be able to buy the CD or the record at the shows. At the shows, yeah, if they haven't already yeah, pre-ordered it. That's so. right. And there'll be hardly any retail. I think yeah. it'll be at Final Countdown in New Plymouth and probably at Slow Boat in Wellington mm. and whoever else wants it. But mm. but I've kind of not gone with distribution because mm-hmm. I just can't afford the, the, the cut, the yeah. middleman cut, and yeah. I don't know that there's that many places that it really gets to. Well, anyway. you can direct your direct marketing, yeah, yeah. your audience. Well, that's right, and that's not going to sell big in the warehouse, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I, I know what it is, and I don't know where I occupy, yeah. you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. I've, I've, It's like... Um, it's like an artist, painter or whatever, with their little loyal audience. They're probably never going to mm. be outside that. Mm. And they just make 
their art for that audience. You know, well, so. I wanted to get into the tour, but since you've mentioned... Sorry. An art, no, 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 I was just going to say, since you've mentioned an artist and a painter, oh, yeah, the, the other cover. thing I want to do is talk about the cover. You can tell me about the cover. It's a, it's a great painting by Ewan McDougall out mm. of Dunedin, and uh, it's called Man Alone. And when I saw it, it was like, oh, that's the cover. You know. So um, did you know his work? Yeah, well, we met um, well, met online. I yeah. only met him once in real life. Yeah. Um, when the whole Planet Key thing happened, because... At the same time as I'd done Planet Key, he'd done a painting called Quite Comfortable, actually. Oh, right, yeah. And it was a picture of John Key relining on a bed of people, (laughs) which I thought was amazing. I've seen Um, quite a bit of his work, but sort of around your album, you know. And it turns out, I kind of said, man, that's an amazing painting. And he liked the Planet Key thing. And then he likes kind of old school blues. He played drums in blues rock bands back in the day. And um, and we started talking, and, and I just... You know, I said, man, I really love your paintings, and I was just completely blown. I, mean, I was unaware of him until that point. You know? Yeah, right. Um, um, you know, he's really got his own thing going on, yeah, man. Yeah. And I'm really quite moved by the fact that he'd even consider letting me, you know, use use his art on the yeah, cover. Yeah, but it yeah. really makes it, and yeah. it kind of, and it just like when you hear the music and look at the picture, it actually makes sense as well. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So. Um, yeah, I can't say enough about you, and he's an amazing human being, and um, an incredible artist. I just still looking at it now. I can't believe it's definitely my best album cover, mm. and thanks to him, basically. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, all the other ones have had you on it, haven't they? Yeah, that's, yeah well, pretty much, <laughs> except for Saint Hilda's had that. Oh yeah, true. Supposedly me at that. ten. Yeah, yeah, you know. and then you're on the back yeah, cover yeah. of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, those. That's what blues covers are, aren't that's they? True. You know. But well, I, again, it's a step away from that. And I kind of when I saw the painting and I, th- and and with the text on, I was like, okay, we'll we'll, we'll go for a kind of how they used to make jazz records, you know, mm-hmm. or, or you know where the record company would have their standard back cover with the blurb and which thank mm-hmm. you you wrote, which is I did, great. yeah, yeah. Well, thank, um, thank you for asking me. It was fun to do. And um and you know the kind of very old school black and white photos and and. Mm. Bang, yeah, it looks. Color on the it front. Look, I mean, this is my first time seeing the the yeah. finished product. Yeah. I've listened to it, obviously, but um, and I've seen you know I've seen images of yeah, it. Yeah, I knew yeah. what it was going to look like, yeah. but it, it's it's great. You know, it's it's, it's it's kind of um, I mean, I always think the most important thing about records ever is the music on them. Of course, but this is this is kind of one for the kind of fetishists and terms yes. people that, that <laughs> like get, me yeah and me people that get <laughs> things from record packaging yeah. you're going to get things from this packaging you know it's it's got a good yeah and it's the first record I've done too look and design it's got the lyrics yeah right oh, which I made I, it that far but, but yeah, again yeah. I'd seen your photo online of that so that's yeah, cool yeah so I'm really chuffed about yeah. it I'm kind of which speaks you know obviously I'm confident enough well, the, the lyrics, lyrics on this one to actually when you asked me to write a blurb for it the, I think the first thing I said was Send me the lyrics, right? You know, yeah, I want yeah. obviously I want the music, yeah, yeah. but please yeah. send me the lyrics. Yeah. And it was nice to have them to read through, yeah. and and they deserve to, you know, they do. Yeah, they yeah. I think they stand up, yeah. kind of, you know. It's and it's not every song I've ever written deserves that, you know. Sure, not every you know, song anyone's anyone, ever no, written, you know. No, no. Like, can you believe that Wiggle Wiggle is in the collected lyrics of Bob Dylan? You know, because it doesn't. <laughs> well, it has to, to be. I it suppose. has to be because of the name of the of the book. Yeah, but yeah, but beyond that, that was a low point, wasn't it? Yeah. Good lord! That's a classic example of um, yeah. uh, too many cooks spoiling the broth too. Yeah. I think. So yeah, man. I mean, I kind of really chuffed that. That I know it's a bit of a side when you wanted to talk about the tour, but, but yeah. you and 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 actually knowing that I was going to be using this painting before I went into the studio, mm. 
kind of informs the whole thing. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, it all really yeah. helps. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that man alone thing. That's called man alone. Well, you know? I think I've actually only just properly noticed that now. Yeah. I was looking at that when you when you pulled the record out yeah. and have a look at. I really only well, I really only processed it seeing it on the record cover. Yeah. It's and I've been wearing the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. But I yeah, I've really only just kind of processed that now. Yeah. So it's um and hopefully people will get that as yeah. they kind of go through it. Yeah. Know. And um so one of the things that is cool for people is I mean, obviously you would have sold CDs over the years at gigs and had mm. the odd person come up and ask you to scribble something in and that, but this is one of the things that happens mm. with records is they become a really good well, hopefully, they become a really good souvenir for right. a person at a yeah, gig. Yeah. So you and um, maybe some of the other members of the band, yeah, since you're all on that, might be might be signing the back covers of some. Yeah, we're not going to sign, and we're never going to sign the front. Front, no, no, no. Um, I couldn't that's do that. Sacrilege. To you. Yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah. It's, so that's cool. So you know that, but that's what I mean. Like, because I know, I know there are people that still that um, buy records at gigs that don't have record players yet. Yeah. Because it's like buying a poster. It's cool, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to make sure everyone gets a CD with the right with the vinyl. Yeah, cool. So, okay. And the, and we went with the CDs. We just went with the cardboard sleeve CD. So it's yeah, like, okay. sort of like a miniature LP. And you don't have those right now, no. just yet. But they're no. on their way. Yeah. They'll be there in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be brilliant. Cool. And yeah. you're doing a a big set of shows. You're going. We are. You're yeah. doing. People always complain when they hear about a nation, a national tour, and it's three dates or That's two right. dates or yeah, four yeah, dates, yeah. or it's only just both islands. You are doing um, a well, big run. Yeah. Well, we're doing. I think what I can afford to do. Well, what I can't really. Afford Fingers to do. crossed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're not huge shows, but you know, um, we're doing Meow and Wellington on the mm. third. Then we're going out to Whanganui and doing. Uh, Lucky Bar, which I haven't played, but everyone says it's a great little gig. Mm. And and my uh, family's just moved to Wanganui, my mm. daughter and, and my grandchildren, so um, it'll be good to see them. Mm. And then we play New Plymouth, which is always a great gig at Butler's. Uh, on the, And then we're coming back home, and then we're going to, uh, where are we, Palmerston North, Hamilton, Auckland, uh, and then we come back home, and then we're going to um, play Kiwi Hall in Featherston, which is mm. going to be awesome. Mm. I can't wait. It's supposedly a, a great little uh, venue, and that part of the world, they love coming out to yeah. see me play, so it'll be a goodie. And then I'm doing the Cabana for the first time in 30, oh, cool. 30 years in Napier. Cool. Uh, and then we head south. We're doing the play uh, playhouse in Nelson. So did you play the Cabana with Smoke Shop? Oh yeah, man! It was our f- more than once. It was our yeah, first yeah, yeah. really big out of town gig. Yeah, yeah. The first time we played there, we filled the room. Yeah, yeah. And they loved it. So it's um, still a great venue. Well, I say still yeah. a great venue. I've really only yeah known it, and it's more recent days. Yes. but it's it's you know. I couldn't yeah. possibly be as smoky and gross as it was back then. I'm the sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm really looking forward to it. And Roy, the, the chap who runs yeah. it now, is really into it. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Positive, cool. and um, it's going to be a great gig. Yeah. And then we're doing the Playhouse and Nelson. Again, Nick, who runs that. All of these gigs are, are pretty much run by people who love music. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, the Auckland show is going to be great. Only 100 people fit into the wine cellar, so mm. we're hoping to kind of make that a nice little yeah. jam-packed, intimate experience. Uh, so yeah, we've got Nelson. Then I'm playing the Jazz and Blues Fest, uh, the Christchurch Jazz mm. and Blues Fest uh, at Blue Smoke on the Friday, and then Saturday. with the band still. With, like, oh, everything's yeah. everything's yeah, yeah. with the band. Yeah, cool. So uh, and then Dunedin on, yeah. on the last on the 26th. So from the third to the 26th, we're covering from Auckland to Dunedin. Mm. 
And, and I'll, uh, we'll have a link of full Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, look and at, tickets so. are all pretty much in one place apart from uh, the Jazz and Blues Fest tickets aren't on sale yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, it's a, it's, they're all pretty much, you know, between 100 and 300 kind of size venues. Um, and obviously we'll play the whole album. Yeah, that's what, that know. was my next question yeah. was, you're going to play... Yeah, most Pretty much you think start you play to the finish. Whole, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, then we'll play other, some other stuff. Then you play the hits. The hits. Yeah. <laughs> play <laughs> your hit, boy, yeah, as yeah, Mitch yeah. Marsden says. You've yes. got to play your hit. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, and I'm just actually just putting <laughs> sets together now for everyone. Yeah. And um, that's going to be great, man. I'm really, really looking forward to to getting back out and playing her. I've been doing a bit with Paul Abana jones Yeah, which has yeah, been, yeah, yeah. Which has been really interesting. The, uh, yeah, I was going to say yeah. that's another thing we should mention and yeah. talk about because um, that's your. He's he's older than you, but you are guys that have both been doing it for a similar amount of time. Yeah. Um, and and I guess have been aware of each other for. Uh, I don't know. Did you cross paths many times before playing together? Uh, well, over the years, yeah. yeah, I, mean, yeah. I first met Paul and Gisborne um, when we were touring there in eighty eight, eighty nine. And and because the connection, we were on the same label. Mm. So. Mm. Um, so that's when I met him, mm. and at the time I was bitter because um, he he'd just won the most promising male vocalist, and I'd, I'd dipped out. <laughs> and you did it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, hell, the guy deserves it. What a great singer. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, I mean, I've known him since then. We haven't spent a lot of time together. Yeah, but it's yeah. been Great, really. So you really got to know him on these over the last shows. Yeah, we, yeah, the yeah. first show we played was in January, mm. and um, and Nelson. It was marvelous. We did mm. two two nights at the Playhouse, and it was just great. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking. For, you know, so there's a possibility that you'll there'll do hopefully some be some more yeah, later yeah, in the year yeah, after yeah. after this is all after over. After you've plugged the album and yeah, given um, that a, a yeah. good run. Yeah, because there's some real potential when we play together to do. We're in different kind of worlds, but there's yes. a place where it links. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've seen know. a couple of clips of things that have been posted yeah. online, yeah. and that was sort of how I imagined it too. Yeah. Is that you you're both sort of approaching things from quite different angles. Yeah, we have to. We're kind of. Picking covers that we yeah, both yeah, know yeah. and working a, a version that works for both of us. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. An arrangement that kind of showcases yeah. The both, bo- of both, both of what you do. So it's, yeah. really, it's been really interesting. But just yeah. getting to know him personally has been great. Yeah, he's yeah. such a dag. Yeah, My yeah, he's God, a great guy. Knew, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's, he's a great guy. He's very generous with his, um, with his time. He's got good stories yeah, and, yeah. and good experiences and he's very wise. And I always like... Um, you know, he's someone I've got to know quite. Yeah, well. I know you're and, a huge, huge fan of him. Yeah, and, and tried I'm, to be a big fan and supporter of him, but uh, but also like him as a guy, which yes, which, yes. which helps. You <laughs> know, it's, it helps in terms of trying to trying to promote people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's um, so that's been good. But where were we yeah. before that? I've got sidetracked with that. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> um, we would. Well, we were really talking about the the tour oh, yes, dates. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. That, well, that's pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. Nailed yeah, everything yeah, there is yeah, to say, other than doing the damn things and and. And I'm really looking forward to just, again, it's just sitting down and playing them the way we did, you know, mm. and seeing how they grow as we play them live, you know. Mm. Um, and and I was going to say, what happens after that? Like you, I haven't even you, thought that you, far ahead. Of course man. not, but you, I guess, at some point you return to, you resume usual duties, which is playing, you know, yeah. sort of residency type Round shows again. that you've yeah, done, yeah. those sorts of things, a mixture of, yeah, For sure. you might Although, do some you know, with Paul, but also a mixture I've got of on the solo. Book, another thing I've got on the book mm. is, um, you know, the Cosy Club in Upper Hut, which, oh, yeah. you know, it sounds like, oh, God, it's a Cosy Club, but it's actually a great... Oh, you did it recently. Yeah, it's a really good room, and, and yeah, like, people listen. You could hear a pin drop when I did my solo set. Mm, so mm. I'm going to do, are those kind of gigs I'm going to be able to do now, because most of the people in the acoustic band mm. are... Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm just going to add Terry for the yeah. first set and do the acoustic show first and then electric band mm. for the second set. So um, it really opens things up what was possible. You know? I'm a survivor of having played that room and uh, <laughs> and, and it is a good room. It's it amazing. Is, it is a good room. Yeah. Um, did the did someone walk past and tap their watch when you took a break? No. Oh, we used to get that. No, because we used, because <laughs> we used to. What get. they do is they they book you, they pay a fee, and then mm. they make people pay to get in. Yes. So there's none of that. No. And well, they, and they well they really looked after us. Yeah, they, yeah, good. They were amazing. Yeah, good. And and more power to them. You know, it's like again, you have those ideas of oh, it's like you know, it's like an RSA yeah, or yeah. something. You know, but but it's just people. Have somewhere I, to go and see a show. Man. I think those places. I mean, I, I, you know, it was a long time ago when I did them, but uh, I, I played in a working band for a, a long time, and I always liked playing those places, yeah. the RSAs and yeah. cosy clubs, that because they were purpose built. Well, in know, Australia, those kind of yeah. gigs are the gigs. Yeah, RSLs. <laughs> There's no stigma. Yeah. No, you know, the big pop bands of the time play them. RSLs and bowling clubs. The bolos. Yeah, the yeah, bolos. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean. Gone are the days when you just take the gigs you get, man. Mm, you mm. know, and obviously with this tour, it's it's me taking the punt. Mm. So there's that element of it, you know, which is a little frightening to be honest. Of what it costs to go out and do this, because mm. I'm paying everyone, of course. Yeah, you yeah. Can't take yeah. people away with that, and you know, you look at the freaking bill at the end, and I'm looking at the budget, and I'm like. God, I hope some people come to these shows, man. So, how, yeah, what are the logistics? Do you all travel together, or you well, yeah, well, yeah, but that's the thing is like we're cutting it down to the point where we can't afford to take a van on the road, yeah. so we're taking our car and another car, right? Because it's cheaper to do that. Yeah. Um, so that's you know that's a dra- drama for a start. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, and you know, just what it costs to get everywhere, kind of pay for posters and yeah. you know all the marketing and paying the musicians. It adds up, man. You know, yeah. I need to kind of make, and I need to fill these places to kind of break even. Yeah. Um, and I'm not kind of in a situation where if it didn't happen, you know, I'd be selling my records when I got back, you know. Your personal my records. My personal yeah, records. Yeah, yeah, You know, so it's like my heart is in my mouth a little bit, but also kind of my heart's telling me it has to be done, you know. Mm. It's the only way to get out there and, sh- and give people the music, so... Well, you're fucking mad, but that's wonderful. Well, that's you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? That's uh, <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's just in one little month, it's a kind yeah. of a microcosm of the madness of thirty years. Yes, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's you're you're compelled to do it. Yeah, and um, and it's you know, I'm sure because I know this material before many other people yeah, have got yeah. to hear it. So I, I sort of feel like I can vouch for the fact that people are going to get a pretty good show. Yeah, are you going to do it as two sets, or are you just because no, you'll play, just play through? Yeah, like, and a lot of, in a lot of places we'll have a, a 30, 40 minute support act. Okay, and then we'll come on and we'll play the record, and then we'll kind of party a little bit and play. Mm. Some. I'm going to take electric as well. And, oh right, yeah, yeah, and cool. kind of it's not going to be full on, but it's mm, going to be mm, yeah know, fun. Yeah, bust a few things. Yeah, yeah. Out. So it's not all sit down and listen and kind of. Hmm, mm, 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 mm. But yeah. I don't think my music's that anyway. You know. No, but, but <laughs> it's, it, got a, it's got a, a plenty of tongue and cheek going on. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. I was going to ask you about uh, house shows. You've oh got, yeah, house how, concerts. How and have stuff? they been? Like, because that that I mean, yeah. you've done them for a bit now, a yeah. few of them, but that's yeah. new to you. It is. Well, it's. I just see it as a as another gig, really. Just that you don't mm. take so much PA. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're great. I mean, I've played house concerts that are bigger than some of the pubs I've played in too. Mm, you know, some mm. people's houses are amazing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and generally they are because you, most people with small houses don't have house concerts, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, one that I did 
um, in New Plymouth, you seated 80, like, wow. a little, like a little theatre. Yeah, like a proper little venue that they've created. Like yeah. theatre with a stage and everything. It was amazing. It was brilliant. So, yeah. Um, yeah, more of that. So always open for those, basically, oh, hell yeah, if man. anyone's listening because and wants, people, to, yeah, wants because to book you. <laughs> because people are uh, committed to the music. It's, yeah. That's the focus, and that's why I love the kind of venues that we pick are about the music they're not bars with yeah TVs. people are turning up for a show yeah they're not they're bars with tvs going yeah and, you know which you get heaps of invites to those kind yeah. of gigs i just don't do them you know well um best of luck with the record thanks man. the tour yeah and um the rest of the year and i feel so pleased to be a tiny little part of this for you asking me to write some notes for it yeah, i well, really thanks, feel man. connected to I, it i feel like i really needed notes and on that you know, it was like I couldn't think of anyone who knew about what I do more than you. So that's why you got the gig, basically. Because, oh, you know, I mean, this you've kind of got a fairly good handle on where I come from and kind of what I want to do. So obviously yeah. we're having this conversation. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. And it's, you know, and I like the way you write. So I think what you, and I think what you wrote was really, because I really, it's hard when you're dealing with. Yeah, what is that noise? Uh, drop the earth on the bloody cartridge again. Oh, okay. I was trying to work <laughs> out what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a little pin on there. Yeah. Um, so we should cut that. Yeah, out. yeah. Um, Terry, Terry Casey, when he first read the notes, was like, "He's nailed it." Oh, nice. That was oh, right. Yeah, cool. that kind of yeah, he kind yeah, of cool. he felt like it was spiritually right, yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It kind of. Oh, cool. The vibe of the record was. I didn't. You know, I didn't bring that up for uh, you know. Modesty on the reasons. Back. No, yes, no, yes. For, <laughs> no, for a pat on the back. I just say. I just mean. Yeah. I I, I know I, I know hearing it I would have liked this record anyway but it's nice yeah. to feel a little connection to it I, you know yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm really, I think I'll you should be really proud of what it. you've written because it actually it kind of sums up the record which is what Line and Notes used to do on records yeah, yeah, which is yeah. kind of what I was going for so yeah yeah and I, yeah as I say I love not just because it's my words but I love the look of the back cover it yeah, really yeah. is a nice throwback to good old fashioned I mean yeah. you see a few of them now and then yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the dat tone yeah, things yeah, yeah. do that yeah. and so on but it is a throwback to great old records of all yeah. sorts of genres where they had the, the album photos and the credits and yeah. then they had a little blurb. Yeah, that's pretty much what we were going for and we've nailed it, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think we've, I mean, of all of the, like I said before, of all of the things I've done, I feel like I've actually nailed it more than anything else I've done before. So mm. whether or not anyone buys it or, you know, comes to the shows, mm. I'm, I'm, I can kind of hand this off to my grandkids and go, this is the one, kids, you know. Yeah, this is your... This is me. This is your business gonna, card. Yeah, this, this is, is your... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know? and, and more than just that. This, is, this, what, is, this your... is what your granddad did for a living, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's it, basically. Who knows?